Hi, and before we get to today's episode, we have a quick word from our sponsor. Tired of drinking out of a boring tumbler? Want to make your morning coffee cup one of a kind? Expand with tipsy tumblers. You can special order cups, shot glasses, bookmarks, rolling trays for your cigarettes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can get one with a picture of a special someone or one with Spider-Man. The options are endless. You can upload your own pictures or pick from her selection of design. With Valentine's Day coming up, this could be a great gift for that special someone. Or even just for yourself. Hey. <laughs> you can use the code GAMES2023 at checkout to save 10%. You go to angeltipsytumblers.myshopify.com. There will also be a link in the show notes. Now on to our episode today. Mike, turn your games down. Hi, welcome to another movie episode of Games My Mom Bound. I am Mike Hilberton, and who's talking to voices in their head with me tonight? I am Joe Butler, and I just came out of the Eddie closet. <laughs> I am Adam Philippia, and I I just came out of the closet. It's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I am from you hate to see it great podcast three idiots getting drunk so if you uh, like to do that we don't endorse underage drinking or drunk driving but get drunk with us so nothing wrong with underage, underage drinking <laughs> just just don't drive that's the only thing you really shouldn't do most am people I, drink before they're 21 anyway am i under- never <laughs> i mean i even did and i'm not a i normally follow the law except for a couple times i trespass places that i should have been <laughs> but that's fine I've I... never once ever broken the law. <laughs> I feel like I legally have to say this. <laughs> oh, and we are here to talk about a movie that won the Patreon poll that I felt I needed to do just because. So uh, we are here to cover Venom. Let there be carnage, which came out in 2021. God, this came out. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say it came out last year. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, wrong year. So and then directed by Andy Serkis. And it's a Sony movie. It's part of whatever the fuck Sony's up to. And <laughs> what? Whatever the fuck Sony is into, uh, for sure, because this is maybe pre-Morbius announcement. Yeah, is no, this... I like to call this movie uh, Morbius Origins, because it's <laughs> before Morbius. I, feel I like actually have whole... not seen Morbius. Oh, oh. neither did the editors. <laughs> <laughs> neither did the reviewers, because I don't think there are any reviews for that movie until it came out that day. Yeah, oh yeah, because they uh they Sony wouldn't let them see it ahead of time because it was terrible. It's never a good sign when you hide your movie. <laughs> no, no, you know, like that's our like you don't let reviews get out there. You're just like we know it's shit, so nobody can't review it. No, 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 no copies for you. Okay. No, I mean this because Venom. This is a sequel to the first Venom movie, and this is another Tom Hardy movie, and it's fucking. So I so one thing I do have to say before this movie came out, I want to say or at least yeah, I want to say before this movie came out, there were things that went online of Tom Hardy wearing a Spider-Man No Way Home hat. And there were rumors that Tom Hardy was in Spider-Man No Way Home. And so I was more excited for this movie because I'm like, there's going to be something in this movie that's going to then connect to Spider-Man No Way Home. And they're either going to bring Tom Holland into the into the Sony verse or they're going to bring Venom into the MCU verse and kind of combine them. And I was excited going into this movie. Well, first, I just got to say, when I saw this movie, I saw it in theaters. We went and bought tickets. We got to the theater. We sit down. The movie starts in 3D. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I sit there for about five minutes waiting to see what happens. It's 3D. I can't see. 
So I get up, I go run, I run, grab a pair of glasses, run back, sit back down, give my wife the glasses. Well, somebody else had left and complained. So they cut the movie and we sat there for over half an hour waiting for the movie to come back on where I finally said, fuck it, I'm going to get my money back and go home. I get up, go to the counter, go to get my money back. And they're like, well, we fixed the movie. I'm like, what? They're like, we can still give your money back, but we fixed it. It's running now. I'm like, I just want to see the movie. So then we walk back to the movie and we missed part of the beginning that we already saw in 3D. And then the, then they, then they, because they started the whole movie over and then it worked from there. It was like, just give us, just let us see it in 3D for free. Like you already, or what we already paid, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my experience. It's terrible. I had a just normal fine experience <laughs> i don't know i went and saw the movie <laughs> i never had that shit happen like that's what this is like once in yeah once in a blue moon type uh, thing i've, I've, seen a lot I've only had that kind of shit happen one time ever and it was guardians of the galaxy volume 2 and they forgot to turn the lights off for oh, that sucks. an hour well that's okay that movie sucks anyway so that's fine yeah, oh, yeah you're right but i didn't <laughs> no, know, I know that at the time <laughs> <laughs> i was excited for that movie too Joe, do you have any weird stories with this movie? Seen it? Uh, just the weird general stories. This is like the only other superhero I've ever seen with my husband because he absolutely hates superhero movies. <laughs> and the only reason why uh, we go see this movie is because Tom Hardy is completely a bottom and he has big, luscious lips. And he's like, <laughs> I love how hot how, I love how hot Tom Hardy is. So I will absolutely go see Venom 2 with you. And I'm like, OK, you take him to the weirdest of all the Marvel DC movies you can find. I, okay. I'm trying to get him to watch the new Doctor Strange movie because he loves oh, horror movies. He'll he'll and, like it then. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to own like you own like Marvel movies. And I'm like, please though, it's it's so different and it's so like great. Get him in on uh, Man of Steel, like Henry Cavill's got his shirt <laughs> off for half that movie. Oh, he does like, like Henry. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't remember that movie at all, unfortunately. Because you know it's been ten years since it came out, I think, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the only good movie DC's made, so I've never seen it. You should. It's it's on and, HBO Max for now until they decide to take it off, so they don't yeah. pay Henry Cavill any money. I know what happens, so I'm never going to watch it unless it's for something. But <laughs> oh, I can make that happen because I have thought about it, but I'm I barely get around to the Marvel movies. The, only, the main reason that this is even on a poll is because I want to do No Way Home, but I feel I should do all the Spider-Man movies first before I get there. That's a hundred percent accurate. So I'm and Eternals, which I don't want to do at all, so it gives me more excuses to not watch Eternals again. I oh legit, yeah I would never watch Eternals again I have to yeah I know I would never watch it either no <laughs> you don't have all to. you all you need to know for Eternals is you can find on Wikipedia like that's it <laughs> yes but I have a a Marvel thing I I do oh also when I saw this movie for the first time I had never seen the first Venom because for some reason I skipped the first Venom in theaters skipped it it was never on streaming so I had never saw it so when I went into this movie. I had no idea what happened in the first movie. So when there's like parts like, oh, you fucked up your life. And I'm like, and Anne hates him. I'm like, huh, I wonder what happened. <laughs> but it didn't affect the movie because it, it's still like this movie's just stupid and fun. Like you don't need yeah. to know that kind of stuff. The first movie's definitely better than this one. But this movie is more fun than the first one. Yes. Yeah. And this movie has one of my favorite characters, one of my favorite villains, Carnage. I feel like. Woody Harrelson was a poor choice for Carnage. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and everything about him was weird and <laughs> unnecessary. And I could have done without. <laughs> they do a very weird take on Cletus Cassidy. And the thing that works so good about Carnage is Carnage is also one of the things that really brings together Spider-Man and Venom in the Maximum Carnage storyline. 
And I mean, Carnage is before that, but even in the first time that you have Carnage, you have Spider-Man and Venom fighting, fighting both, fighting each other and fighting him. Like it's, it's the dynamic of the three that really makes it so good. Yeah. And you don't have Spider-Man because Spider-Man doesn't exist in this universe, which is just wrong to have Venom with no Spider-Man. But I, I, I don't think it, the the whole not having Spider-Man in this Spider-Man rogues gallery universe, it's not the worst. I think like after seeing the first Venom, I was like, all right, like I understand what they're going for. Like I get it. They're able to do it without Spider-Man. And that kind of sold me on the whole premise because then there's all these other characters that really don't need Spider-Man to have a character. Oh, it's going to get weird later. Just wait. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's more of just like, I mean, you're right. It, it does work and it is enjoyable. It's just to me feels like it's missing something that I wish it had. Yeah. So it's just that's just one of those things that bothers me. I mean, I also don't like the way Tom Hardy plays Eddie Brock because I don't think it's a very good Eddie Brock. He's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'll take Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock over Eric Foreman's Eddie Brock any day, whatever the actor's name is. Oh, for grace. But I mean, that's like concern. That's like saying, well, I'll take this dog shit over this pile of human shit, <laughs> except yeah. he's not really dog shit. He's better than that. But no, I mean, Topher Grace in, in that in that movie is that's a garbage, garbage role for him. Yeah, not not the shit on Topher Grace. It's just uh, I, no, it's not I, him. He's a fine. He's fine. It's just yeah. he's not. Eddie Brock for like in the comics is a big buff guy who goes to jail. He's a reporter who gets in trouble because he's like, breaking. the I forget what he's doing exactly, but he's breaking the law. But he works out. He's big buff guy. And here we have Topher Grace playing him. Yeah, but the, the way I also see it, which is why I kind of give like a soft kind of joke about Spider-Man 3 is Eddie Brock is always the foil to Peter Parker. So if someone told me, hey, who's Nega Toby Maguire? Oh, it's Topher Grace. Totally. They're completely, <laughs> you know, they're, if someone told me that was his evil twin, I totally believe it. So that's okay. the only reason why I give it a pass. <laughs> I mean, eh, this works better. I mean, this is a this. I mean, Tom Hardy does do a fine job. I guess it's just such a he plays such a weird Eddie, like the guy just acts insane in this. It also it takes me a little bit of time every single time I see these movies to get used to the accent. (laughs) Like you have Tom Hardy, someone who's so well known for his accent, and then he doesn't use his accent. (laughs) Yeah, because he's an American in this. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm Let not a big Tom Hardy British. fan ever since he tried to play a character named Bane, but he isn't Bane. He's just Tom Hardy in a mask. That's every role Tom Hardy plays is Tom Hardy in a mask. At least oh. it's better than The Rock playing The Rock. Agreed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, I think Tom, I mean, Tom Hardy worked with what he had. It's just, it's just, I don't know. I, I think because Venom, I like Venom a lot that I don't like Venom being such a, but also Venom itself is this a, he's a dummy in this. In, in the in this series in this movie mm-hmm. too, and I don't like that. I, oh, the right one, we're gonna die. Like I, I think maybe in the third one, he'll get his shit together and kind of kind of start becoming the Eddie Brock and the Venom that we know. It's just like we're we're getting through his character development, yeah, slowly because there is no Spider Man. So it was we're just kind of slowly getting there. I uh I also kind of like I, I like this kind of version of Eddie Brock because of the circumstances of what it is. I also kind of like uh him being uh Venom being a dumb himbo and them kind of just the the them 
piggybacking off of each other the way they write the scripts. I can't say it's, it's Tom Hardy and some other guy because I also have to remember too that Venom is just voiced by fucking Tom Hardy. Yeah, which is great. I don't like it. I would it's, have rather had a different voice. It is weird when you think about it. But I get it. I mean, they had to get them, you know, they're paying a lot of money for it. They might as well get more things out of it. Yeah. So. Oh, and is that Detective one of the Wahlbergs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like one of the Wahlbergs. It looks like one of the Wahlbergs had a baby with, I don't know the guy's name, the guy from. And, no, it's not a Wahlberg. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? I'm trying to, th- I can't even remember the. The guy, the movie, the guy, the Zach Efron, Seth Rogen college movie, the Seth Rogen, about. Seth Rogen's best friend. He was also the main officer in su- the first Suicide Squad movie who was flirting with Margot Robbie at the beginning of the movie. Oh, I, the, I was talking uh, about the, the, the weird guy who's like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, do not shoot me in the face, Will Smith. I'm your friend. And yeah, that yeah, guy. yeah, that guy. I just I know him more from the the Zac Efron college movies franchise. Okay. I know it's what like you're if Wahlberg, about. it's like if him and a Wahlberg had a baby together. That's what this guy <laughs> reminds me of. It was just that was a question that I had when I watched when I rewatched this movie. Also, you cannot stream this movie except on Stars. So I just bought it on Amazon on digital because I'm like, well, I managed to just buy it. I mean, why don't you don't have a DVD collection of every superhero movie ever made, Mike? Surprisingly, no. Why am I the weird? I don't one buy then? DVDs. <laughs> That's why I have to. I always get a DVD of all every superhero movie, so I have a hard copy. Yeah, I just don't care enough. I don't like buy. I have some DVDs. I mean, I have a collection, but I've I've sold at one point. I just well, I shouldn't say I s- tried selling. I just dropped them off at Goodwill and said fuck it, bye bye. But <laughs> at one point, oh, I, I uh, at one point I had over eight hundred DVDs. And I picked out all of the superhero ones and then like my top 30 DVDs. And I sold the rest off to a pawn shop for 10 cents a piece. <laughs> yeah, not, I, I, I've been, I, I collect video games and mainly now Steam games. Apparently that's my, my digital collection where the numbers just go up and I don't and I never see them. And that works. But no, I mean, I, I almost bought this movie because when I was Black Friday, I was planning to buy this movie, but they didn't really I didn't really see any deals on it. But I think I missed them. Because I didn't go till like nightfall because yeah. I worked. <laughs> so, and I yeah, just, that's your fault for being a stable human being with a stable job. It, well, unfortunately, I don't work for. I used to work in communities. I was in an office job where I was like, "Hey, it, it's you know Thanksgiving. You're off like for five days." Like I'm like, "Great, see you later." With pay, all <laughs> right. But this job does not work that way <laughs> that I work at now. It's more mm, retaily. So I was working, but yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's 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 fine. I I didn't mind buying this movie for fourteen dollars. Digital, I'm like, eh, at least I have it in case I ever want to throw it on again. Well, remind me later to introduce you to my friend, Mike. But anyways, oh, I, I know places to go. But I, OK, because I was say if you, if you want a link or something, I'll, I'll send it to you real quick. Yeah, same. <laughs> I like I have a six terabyte hard drive in my computer just for digital movies. So <laughs> no, I don't really. And I definitely got them all legally. <laughs> The only thing I did that with recently was Turtles Forever. I had to watch online. That's because Turtles Forever is not a common movie, if you can believe that. I have literally no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> also, yeah. also, Sony can suck egg because I feel like the deal is, oh, man, I really want to I really want to rent Venom. Nope, we have to make our money back on Morbius somehow. Buy the movie or don't watch it. Yeah, okay. that, that was also weird. You can't rent this movie. <laughs> you can't rent it anywhere. It's probably because Morbius is god awful. 
<laughs> no, that, that's 100% why. But it was just weird to me because I'm like, I'll just rent it. That was my original plan because normally a lot of times I'll buy movies ahead of time and then the recording was in two days and I didn't own this movie. So I'm like, well, Amazon won't get it to me, get it to me in time. And I'm like, well, the price to buy it, I'll just, so I just bought it digitally. I was going to get stars for a month, but my wife like, well, last time we did that, we had stars for six months. So I didn't save, I didn't save any money. Especially when I didn't realize we had it for six months and I just paid for it and didn't get anything out of it. I'm like, well, we ain't doing that again. Yes, that's my story. But <laughs> they kind of go back with that. I'm like, I mean, it's it's fine. I, I just I guess part of it is I don't like Sony being Sony in this. Like, I really like Anne in this. I think they I think that actress, Michelle Williams, does a great job in here. And I, I really like her character a lot in this. I'd rather have more of her than anything. I don't know. I just I don't know. I just really liked her in this. And also I, the part when she becomes Venom. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like everything except fucking Woody Harrelson. Like we should talk about <laughs> Woody Harrelson is just okay. Was he is he does he look that that age? Because I felt like they made him look younger in this movie. They totally made him look younger. Okay, it wasn't just because Tiffany brought it up when we watched this because she watched it with me and I was wondering. I was like, and she made that comment. I'm like, she's like, he he has to be looking younger. Like he can't be looking like that. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> He's sixty one. Yeah, and okay. also like I I didn't like his curly hair at the end of the first Venom, but I liked his normal hair even more, or I disliked his normal hair even more. Like I don't know, I don't know why they changed his hair, and it was worse. Probably complaint. Yeah, but it was still worse. <laughs> I don't know. They don't do enough with him in his backstory, like. I wanted to more, know more about Cletus Cassidy. Like they, 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 they tell you that he killed all these people. He's arrested, but they can't find the bodies. And because Eddie Brock goes to the cell randomly or was invited, he sees the notes on the wall and Venom draws a picture and they put it two and two together. Like, and then now he's getting the death penalty. <laughs> it was just kind of weird. Like, it, it, they, like they had to make an artificial reason to why Cletus would hate Tom Hardy. It's a good reason, though. No, it's a good reason, but it's just like. I mean, when he when they at that point, he's already been like just jail's worse than I think than death at that point. I I think he plays the character like so great. Like I think his like his serial killer vibes were awesome, but he played it so straight that I I it was just it was weird. And when I think of Cletus Cassidy, I think of always on the verge of turning into the joker like okay that's fair hysterical like literally like a joker or like jim carrey as the riddler like the, like that's the kind of thing that i always think of when i think of Cleus casty and having Woody harrelson he just played it like way more normal than i feel like it should have so that's part of why i don't like it jesus christ now i want to fucking redo this movie with a redheaded jim carrey as a- <laughs> that was the fan casting yeah, that would have been perfect. Yeah. But also, why Woody Harrelson? They, oh, he can play a nut, but I don't, I don't, I didn't really come off as like playing a nut in this or even really playing like that. He, he isn't that crazy. Like, if you read Maximum Carnage ever, which is a great freaking book, he's freaking crazy in that. Like, the way yeah. they do that character, he's psycho. He's a psychopath. Like, he's, he's just Joker, but for Marvel. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think it's because he's been a fan cast since like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And I guess Tom Hardy thought that's what everyone wanted because Tom Hardy is also like a producer in this movie. Like he had most of his movies budget comes out of his pocket, which is whatever, because he's, you know, he's not, he's a paid actor, you know, where's that money really going to go anyways. 
But um, <laughs> I also feel like that also goes along line stuff with these movies would be worse if Tom Hardy didn't do the Ryan Reynolds thing of please let me like look over the script. And if it's stupid, we're not doing it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Sony has no idea how to do anything right. How can you say that? <laughs> yeah, how I'm can kidding. You, I've seen him. How can you morb that? <laughs> <laughs> no i i completely agree if he wasn't involved in this movie it, it wouldn't be nearly as good i also found that one scene was kind of there's a lot of strange scenes in this like the one where it has like the the flashback and drawings to kind of show you like what cletus cassidy went through when he was younger i found that to just be odd that was cool though i liked it yeah. i thought well th- so i felt like this whole movie I, f- I feel like 20 more minutes would have made this movie better but all of the the cuts that like I could see were happening, like what they did to get around it, I felt was good. To me, it seems like they had shot the movie and then were like, okay, no reshoots. This is what <laughs> we're doing. Like what we have is what we have. And so like there are ways that they got around some of those things that were missing, I felt was fine. Okay. Okay, I'll take that. I mean, it didn't affect my enjoyment of the movie i just yeah. think that i point want to point out but that makes sense do, that's a good way to put it yeah i do remember during the final battle going like is this the final battle like because i feel like this should be like the last battle before the final battle <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i feel like there should still be extra movie after this this is a short movie oh but so short i can i can confirm that for you adam uh they have a bunch of cut concept art and one of my favorite ones is the Pope Venom scene, because that fight between Venom and Carnage, not Pope Venom, Pope Carnage, that fight between Carnage and Venom is supposed to be a lot longer. But they just didn't have the money. Yeah, no, that yeah, the Sony, as much as they like to throw money around, does not like to throw too much money around. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Wildly, when especially when you have a movie as terrible as Morbius and it gets delayed by two years and you still don't put any money to make it better. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like at least the DC has doubled their budget on the flash to try and make it watchable. Like that's a movie. I will never understand how it's coming out. And I believe Urza Miller has pictures of a CEO having literal sex with the goat. I no, I swear. I swear. <laughs> Ezra Miller has done has had to have threatened them because he is part of the LGBTQ community and he is a racial minority. I feel like he's done and said things to Warner Brothers of like, I will make you look bad and I will use these minority traits about me to 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 my advantage and fuck you. I feel like they're just too afraid to get rid of him. <laughs> you know, that I believe that, too. Actually, that makes a lot more sense as well. I mean, yeah. that person's just a nut, though. Like, aren't they wanted for, like, kidnapping and all sorts of other crimes? They've, they, I don't know. It, it's been, it's <sighs> been a lot. <laughs> it, it's a lot. The first couple ones were kind of, the only reason why people kind of threw him away, because it was he said, she said stuff. Like, I know the one about them breaking into someone's house and, like, beating them up wasn't 100% true. It was something well, about. Yeah, I can, but yeah. wasn't this person, like, arrested? And like the, it all really started when we have video evidence of him on a red carpet choke slamming a fan to the ground. That's okay. really when everything took a turn 
for the worse. <laughs> and that that's also where the whole like we're not 100 percent sure either, because there were people going around saying, no, that's my friend. And she asked Erza Miller to choke her out. And it's like, OK, yeah, but it's still a crime. <laughs> <laughs> people are weird. <laughs> I mean, I could I could completely understand part, some parts, but still like that's still a crime. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You still committed a crime. All right. I do have a couple things I, I want to mention. This also movie introduces a uh, shriek. One of the character, uh, one of the characters in that's Carnage's ally and also Carnage's girlfriend in this. Yes. Yeah, she her was wife awful. for a little bit. This is, I got excited because I have her first appearance. It's in maximum carnage. So I'm like, Oh, it's going to be worth money. It didn't really go up that much in value by the way. Cause I looked it up. I was like, Oh, nobody cares, but it's cool. They introduced her. Like, I mean, I feel like part of the fact with her is that her power you know, can mess up Venom because she has sound. But in this movie, all they really do is have her hurt Carnage so Carnage will get mad. And I think that was a wasted, a wasted thing to do. Yeah, I also like, I don't know, her whole story didn't really make that much sense to me either. It was kind of, she definitely felt like shoehorned in as a plot device for Carnage to get where he needed to get at the end. Oh, And to give him a motive, I think, to make him feel more of a human type character. Because even Cletus Cast, even before he gets the symbiote, he's still a psych. He's a fucking psychopath. Like he's a he's a serial killer. You know, he's not a good. I mean, Carnage just gives him the ability to be worse. He's already a terrible yeah. person. And I he, think they were trying to make him seem more human and more not. You know, not terrible. every character needs you. You don't need to resonate with every single character. You don't need to understand where every character is coming from. And I feel like. That especially villains, like sometimes people are bad just because they're bad. And I feel like yes. that's something that movies have forgotten how to do. <laughs> like, I don't know, like I even think back to even like the first Iron Man movie, Obadiah Stane, that we didn't really get like he was just jealous. And so he was a bad guy. Like, that's it. Like, I don't have to, <laughs> I don't understand why Obadiah Stane hates Tony Stark, really. But he's a villain and he's it's a perfectly fine villain like but now we have to have these morality trips and we have to feel something and we need to understand why this person's evil like just let them be bad <laughs> oh cleus cassidy is one of those characters that it's like on level with the joker you don't need to under you know explain to the joker yeah like it's the same idea with this it's how i feel because he, it's just such a terrible person i mean you know when he gets the and you didn't really get to see as much as I would have liked to see with the with the symbiote. Like one thing special about Carnage is that he makes a lot of bladed weapons. And he, I mean, I guess you know CGI they didn't want to pay for it. You know, seeing him cut things, cut people up, but maybe that would have made the movie. Was this movie rated R or PG thirteen? It was PG thirteen, oh, um, which was right. a oh no 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 I think it might have been R. Probably oh, someone's gonna have to effort that. Yeah, I'm right here. Hold on, it's PG thirteen. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I knew okay. there was a conversation about it, and I couldn't remember which side it fell on, but I knew it, it had just fallen on whatever side it fell on. So it, they just were able to pass PG-13, which also I feel like they might have made the movie as R, and then last minute decided to make PG-13, so I had to reel in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, well, that way you can you know get more audience, but... Yeah, because no. Sony realizes that they're trash, and by excluding anyone <laughs> under the age of seventeen, <laughs> they won't make their money. So no, I I think they made the movie PG thirteen for one specific reason, and or I think I think they made PG thirteen movie PG thirteen on purpose because a lot of times people say you can't make R rated movies, kind of like how Doctor Strange two could have completely been an R rated movie, and I still don't understand to this day how yes, it isn't. But- 
that would also mess with the Marvel, the MCU stuff if you if you did that. Especially because yeah. that movie is important for the general viewing of the MCU as a whole. Yeah, this yeah. could have been R, and it won't matter as much because its audience is just the Venom movies. But I guess I Sony think... is trying to put together a whole like Sony world, right? Yeah. Well, so they want... I, I think it could have been because they knew they were going to be tying into No Way Home, and sure they so are. they wanted to get that that rumor money. They wanted mm, yeah. people because like, oh, it's tying into the MCU. Like everyone come see it. Like they're trying to get that. And I don't know. Fuck you, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I want to bring up is just the way that Venom is in this. Like you have lots of scenes with Tom Hardy talking with Venom. And my wife had brought this up when we were watching the movie. She's like, well, can he not just talk in his head? Does he have to talk out loud so Venom can hear him and looks like an idiot? And I was thinking yeah. about that like. I mean, I want to say he could just talk to Venom like he doesn't, you know, need to talk out loud or like because nobody else can hear Venom except every so often other people can hear Venom, too. That's the movie dictates it. I guess when his head's out. That's one of those things, though, that I mean, that's from a movie perspective. Like it's it's hard, especially when you're the Venom is voiced by the same actor as the live action person. Like that's a hard thing to have to do in filmmaking because uh, no one likes narration and the majority of this movie is Venom and Eddie talking to each other so by having two voiceover characters then it would just be too much too confusing because the voices would be too similar and then it would just sound very narration-ish. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I don't like it, but that makes sense. And, yeah, uh, so it, it's much easier to have someone actually speaking, which is why you know, there's in movies you have the there's a three-foot rule that if you're more than three feet away from someone, they can't hear you. <laughs> even though that's not how the real world works like no not at that all. like you can talk at regular volume from three feet away and that character next to you won't hear you because you can't have internal dialogue <laughs> okay i, I, get it. I also yeah, I you think... don't have to like it but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i it's also like movie circumstances one is I agree with Adam. It would look silly if he talked in his head the whole time. Uh, two, this is kind of a buddy movie. So, of course, you have to have Eddie Brock's stupid, hunky ass arguing with himself and like walking up and being like, you suck. And the prison guard being like, did you just tell me I fucking suck? And he's like, oh, no. Or like, you know, the moment where he's <laughs> he's in the toilet stall arguing with himself and the cop thinks he's like shitting his pants. Like, it's it, it, at the end of the day, this is a very silly movie. Oh, and God. And I also it was one of the reasons why I like these movies because I'm, you know, we're we're hitting new territory for the Marvel movies, and I'm constantly sick of now the well, what are we gonna do? The whole world might end. And this movie's just, oh, my boyfriend Venom symbiote's mad at me. What am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah. It is nice to have a more smaller story, not a world ending, just a I mean, hell, part of the issue with this you know, part of the story is that hey, he's gotta feed the she's gotta feed Venom and he wants to eat brains and he won't let him. So they gotta eat chickens. Yeah. It is kind of funny with that. He only eats one one brain in this whole movie when he finally eats Cletus Cassidy. He also yeah. says the one F word of the movie, which I think is also why they knew this movie was going to be PG-13. I think it's the one F word they can get. <laughs> it's so stupid. You, only, you can only say one fuck and, and otherwise it's R. It's so dumb. It's so stupid. 
<laughs> Werewolves aren't even that bad. What is it? At 13, you heard funny. What does it matter? Yeah, I was like at 10 years old, I was saying worse things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not a big deal. They're just words. I grew up with South Park. Yeah, <laughs> so you heard a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> I, grew, I grew up in a hockey locker room, so. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that would be a different thing. So, I mean, can we talk a little bit about No Way Home <laughs> and the tie-in? A little bit. Right. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> so, I wanted this movie to ha- tie in way more than like going from the perspective of I haven't seen No Way Home yet. The rumors were going that this was going to tie in. I wanted it to like hardcore tie in. I was so unbelievably excited during that post credit scene where he went into the MCU. I like I lost my mind. I could not believe it. I thought everything was going to be great. And then No Way Home ruined it all for me. <laughs> no, I get it. Because as I said earlier, there was some rumor. Tom Hardy with a picture before this movie came out with him wearing a No Way Home hat. And, you know, I got excited. And then the picture was deleted shortly after it was put up. Of well, course, once so, you put on the, you know, it's out in the ether. Um, John Watts directed that post credit scene like that. That that post credit scene was shot on the No Way Home set like that was part of shooting for No Way Home. But it doesn't... even though like they knew it was going to be in ben- in this movie. But so they probably they shot their two scenes in two days on sets of No Way Home. And because he rapped, they gave him a hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, the, we can get to it because this episode's all over the place. This movie, uh, the end credit scene is just he's sitting on a beach in Mexico or no, he's in a he's, or is he in a hotel watching. No, he's in a hotel watching TV or a house somewhere. He's and in then, a very shitty like cabana. <laughs> yes. And then all of a sudden he ends up something happens. The world changes. And all of a sudden now he's in a different cabana and on the TV screen comes on saying, oh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And Venom gets all excited. And then the guys, some random guys like, what are you doing in my house? Or, what are you doing here or something in my room? Or I don't know where he says. Yeah, I I was so excited. It makes it seem like Venom also fucked off. Like Eddie Brock was standing there with no symbiote. Like Venom just completely disappeared when he when they when he saw Peter Parker. Oh yeah, but oh yeah, they didn't. Uh, the explanation of that they did after the fact of because Eddie or Venom said that like, hey, I know that guy or something, and was talking about like, there's all this knowledge from the hive mind or whatever, and blah blah blah, and. Uh, nothing made sense of how does he know it and someone came out and was like oh because of spider-man 3 the symbiote like hive mind is multiversely connected so because in spider-man 3 that venom knows who spider-man is this venom knows who spider-man is yeah and they make a comment somewhere in this about hive mind too yeah and i was like that is so unbelievably stupid that like I'm going to be real honest. I would rather them not explain it. I would rather have the <laughs> questions of, well, didn't Dr. Strange say that only people who know Peter Parker or Spider-Man come in? And so why did Venom? I'd rather have that question be coming up than this weird explanation. And then the fact that No Way Home had five villains and you had an opportunity for Venom to come in to create a multiversal Sinister Six and you didn't do it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it's too bad that it doesn't go anywhere with it. 
I mean, that because that was the main reason I think I went and saw this movie. I was excited to see where this was going to go in No Way Home. And yeah, went nowhere. I yeah, they they literally like the role that Doc Ock was in No Way Home could have been Venom. He could have gone in being like, oh, the news is saying that Spider-Man's a menace. I'm going to go fight him and then learn, oh, he's not a menace. I'm on his side and then team up in the final battle. Like, it's not like, what the fuck? <laughs> I have a firm belief that the reason why this Easter egg is also kind of like, or the Ethercrat scene is kind of like up in the air too. I 100% would believe if something came, comes out eventually or down the line that they did pitch Venom in the No Way Home script. Because that, that was what this was originally as well. And Sony was basically like, okay, we'll do it. But how much money are you going to give us for having Venom in your movie? And Because Mar- oh. this this was also when this came up too. Where it's like, well, Marvel and Marvel being like, well, we're not going to give you any money. It's it's a cameo. We'll give you so much. And they, they went back and forth to where Marvel went, fuck it. Fine, then we'll give you this much money for an Easter egg at the end of the movie again. And they're like, okay. I, I, uh, I so The big rumor is that part of the new Spider-Man contracts that have been made that haven't been announced yet for another trilogy are not only an MCU trilogy, but also Tom Holland's Spider-Man crossing over into the Sony-verse. That just sounds weird as fuck. And rumor has it that there's going to... The reason why there's been no announcements about any future Sony things... Is they're waiting to announce Spider-Man 4. And the rumor is that after Spider-Man 4, Tom Holland is going to jump ship for a movie. And they're going to do a Spider-Man versus Venom movie. Okay. I believe that. I can, Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that'll make money even if it's and, god awful. It'll make money. Yeah. And I'll then at the, end there, that, so. at the end of that movie, he comes back to the MCU. <laughs> and honestly, I could even see it as... Trying to make it tie into Secret Wars, then yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Spider Man 4 ha- like is probably coming out before the next Avengers movies, so you can probably get both of these the Spider Man 4 and the Spider Man versus Venom movie in there before Avengers Secret Wars, and then you can have Venom team up with Spider Man in Secret Wars. I can see that happening. Oh, another thing that I want to bring up that. They do a lot in this movie. If they keep Venom keeps saying we're lethal protector, we're lethal protector. And it's like, I mean, I know I get the joke. It's the name of the first comic that Venom has his own, you know, his own issue is his first solo issue. But the joke goes on too long. <laughs> he says it too many times in this movie. Like, just stop it. Like once was enough. Twice was enough. Fine. Three times. OK, but I'm pretty positive it's more than that. He just does not stop saying it. No, it's one I, of those things that uh, uh, that should have been a hardcore like s- overdo the joke in the first act, leave the joke completely out of the second act, and then at the very end of the third act, that's when you make the joke as a callback. And I feel like that would have been hilarious. Yeah. Oh, and another thing I, I that I touched on briefly that I want to bring back up is like you have that scene when Anne becomes Venom for a very small amount of time when she has the symbiote to go break Tom Hardy out of jail. And that when they when when that was in the trailer or something where people knew about that, that freaking her her first appearance jumped skyrocketed in price. Oh, the the she venom yeah. first appearance. That's funny. 
And but it was just weird to me because Shriek didn't. Shriek first appeared in this movie. Carnage, I don't think, jumped up that much, but her that for some reason that appearance jumped up huge. Maybe it was before the movie and people thought there would be more to it. Well, because probably because Michelle Williams was great in the first Venom. Mm-hmm. She's great in this too. I mean, oh yeah, so- Michelle Williams is awesome. It was just it's just weird when I saw this movie the first time and didn't see the first one, and I was like, why does she hate him? I have no idea. <laughs> and now I know because he was a dumbass. Well, no, yeah. he's. He's pretty stupid in this too because he walks he he walks over because he becomes a big shot by basically finding all the bodies that Cleus Cassidy got rid of and then it, it's also partially like Venom salt too but he's like oh maybe she'll you know maybe she wants us back and we'll get back with her and she's really cool Eddie so let's go over there and go see her and then he shows up and she tells him that she's engaged and he gets like really upset but. I don't know what the time difference is in between these movies. So let's probably say like maybe it's a year, maybe two. You can't I, really I think, get. I think it's like real time in terms of when the second was supposed to release. Yeah. So See, like 2020, it was before COVID pushed everything back when it was supposed <laughs> to release. So I, I think yeah. it was two years or something. Okay, you can get. I mean, hey, I got engaged to a girl I was only with for like two months. That didn't go anywhere, but I was engaged. <laughs> Then you have the whole thing where even then Eddie's still kind of being a douche because you have a detective who's like, hey, Eddie, you know, I usually hook you up with your scoops and that's how you're surviving. Can you maybe throw in a good word with me when if you know if you find anything on Cassidy and Eddie completely fucks that guy over and he technically fucks over Cleus Cassidy, too. So it's like, Eddie, you haven't really matured as a character between both movies. I mean, Cassidy deserved it, but maybe you should let the cop have it because you'll still get credit for it. Yeah. You just don't make the cop look like an idiot. This all this also goes to those funny how it should have ended movies to where if Eddie didn't go back to go re-interview Cletus, he Cletus would have just died on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that also was weird to me that Venom gets that upset over Cletus making a few comments about Anne or something where he has to go and grab him and then he bites him and because he bites him he gets the symbiote in his blood. He's like I've tasted blood before. You're and something that's wrong, not Eddie. it. <laughs> That's yeah, that's so stupid. I don't think I don't remember how Carnage becomes Carnage. Like I don't remember how he gets a symbiote. He, it's I remember it from Radioactive Spider Man. He's no he he shares a cell with Eddie Brock and they get into a fight. I, I think it's fairly similar. I think they get into a fight. Eddie bleeds. Okay. And mixes with some of the Venom symbiote and it creates because Venom is Venom's not, Ven, Venom's an I I don't remember what it is. But Venom's a he but also a mother. And so, <laughs> yeah, like, so Venom Venom gives birth to this carnage and it mixes in with Cletus and it, it's that's how that happens, is they get into like a fight and gets a little extra pizzazz. <laughs> I know the the whole thing with the like with it happening during the lethal injection. I know that's from the comics. How when they're going to execute him, that's when it activates. Because I've read the issues where Carnage. For, I actually have the issue behind me on my wall of when Carnage first shows up. A, a lot of my weird Spider-Man knowledge comes from the '90s cartoon, and the the way I remember it is him and Cletus are are jailed together, and Venom comes back somehow, and he takes over Eddie, and when Eddie escapes. Venom cuts himself on one of the bars hanging loose, and since Cassie's in there, it leaks onto him and becomes Carnage. Okay, that sounds about accurate. Yeah. It's been a long time since I watched that Spider-Man cartoon. 
Well, I know that Spider-Man cartoon, they weren't allowed to show blood. So, because <laughs> you gotta love children's TV sensors in the 90s. Yeah, Morbius sucked plasma through his hands. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. <sighs> that makes you never want to watch that movie, too. But I'm assuming he doesn't suck plasma through his hands in the movie. No, he drinks blue gogurt. I'm going to be real honest with you. I've seen the movie twice, and I'm not even sure what happens in the movie. He So the reason why Morbius is a famous doctor is because he makes fake blood and it's easier to use than real blood. So like people who have like type O and like are dying on the street and they can't get blood to them on time. It's whatever that that's how he invents it. But it's a good thing he invented fake blood because he becomes a fake vampire in like several years later. Oh, and in the original cartoon, it's something to do. I'm, I'm watching it on mute, so I can't hear what they're saying. But something to do with Baron Mortal has something to do with Carnage coming into the into the jail cell to break open and then the symbiote takes over Cletus. But somehow Baron Mortal is there. Why Baron Mortal? I do not know, but he's there. I have like another weird thing to ask you guys. <laughs> sure. Did either of you go- like so y'all both saw this movie in theaters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did either of you Google who the detective was and why his eyes glowed after the movie? Because yes. I'm sitting there with my oh, husband. I did, yeah. I was sitting there with my husband who also he doesn't like superhero movies and he's semi like way less familiar than I am. And he's like, do you know what that was about? And I was like, fuck no, drive home while I look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it's about. It's another symbiote. Okay, is it Toxin? Maybe. I'm looking it up. I mean, I used to be, at one point, I want to say 2016, I was really, really big into the symbiotes because my friend was. So we were looking up all the different symbiote stuff. And I know he bought the first appearance, like Toxin or one of them at one point. And then I just got over it and don't care anymore. <laughs> but... So I think yeah, it's, it's toxin. It's toxin. Okay, which is supposed to be a really powerful symbiote or something. I don't know. I I know there's a Venom verse in the comics, and I want to read it, but I've just I don't read comics enough. Yeah, those I, those get really interesting because like Flash Thompson becomes Venom when he goes to space, and then uh, yeah, and then Eddie Brock gets uh, Venom back, and then there's Anti Venom, and then there's something about that when a man and a symbiote love each other very much, it gets pre- <laughs> it gets pregnant, and it's there's like a really like homoerotic scene where they were uh, eddie and venom are like oh it's my baby and it somehow gets bonded to eddie brock's son who's like a 13 year old kid comics are weird comics are weird <laughs> oh my god you know i do like Car- i do like carnage and stuff i just was a little let down in this with the fight and i also kind of laughed that the fight ends with a bell just like it does in spider-man 3 because of a <laughs> bell is that. what causes all the problems and like how upset venom gets he's like we can't win. We can't win. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, they're not fully bound. We can win all because of Carnage wants to kill Shriek and Cletus doesn't want to. And like all that was just, he's like, don't kill. Let go of my wife. Like, oh, yeah. Wild. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. So is is there another symbiote thing? Because I didn't get that. I know enough about Spider-Man stuff. I have a what's that joke. I usually make a, approximate knowledge on most things. So there's like a really weird gag joke where they show up to fight carnage and when cletus transforms venom goes oh fuck it's a red one does that actually matter symbiote wise or is that just a joke i think, I, I, think I think it's a bit of both i don't know i don't know enough about it to be able to say that with the symbiote stuff i mean i i don't know i didn't like it i can tell you that much but i don't know enough <laughs> about it. it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way yeah i get that I mean, this I mean, this movie has a lot of jokes and I enjoy. Hey, I enjoyed the jokes more than I did in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. But there were still too many jokes in this movie. Like, I don't really enjoy Venom and Tom and Eddie Brock fighting in the apartment, just trashing the place. I don't really enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. 
So I would have liked to see what Maximum Carnage could be, but you can't do that in a movie because you don't have license all the characters that show up. Yeah. Which one's Maximum Carnage? Really, really good comic <laughs> in a video yeah. game. Oh, Maximum Carnage is where Carnage is his second appearance when he's when he fights and he does he ends up teaming up with Shriek. There's Demo Goblin and a bunch of other characters that all team up together. And Captain America shows up, Iron Fist, Deathlock, Daredevil, and they all they all just show up for like one issue here and there and help out, and it's just really cool. Oh, okay. That sounds cool. <laughs> I really liked it. I I read it first time on my phone in the bathroom at my one of my old jobs. <laughs> Along with that bathroom break. <laughs> Well, there are lots of bathroom breaks. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I, I moved some produce. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to go take a seat and go read some comics. They got mad at me. Like, you're always in the bathroom. I'm like, fuck this job. That was a bad job. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I don't work there anymore. Also, the job doesn't. The company that that building I worked at doesn't even exist anymore because it, it, it got shut down. So hey, bathroom bathroom breaks to watch TV are the greatest thing in the world. I wasn't. I was reading comics, though. But I, I do both. <laughs> I but go on mean, Reddit and peruse for 25 minutes while I pretend to take a shit. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but do you have a do you have a do you have a cop outside the the, the door just you know listening to you scream? No. Okay, that's good. No, I did not. I I, I <laughs> at one point I was reading a lot of comics and watching a lot of TV shows while being a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. I was I was bank security officer. And after two months of working there, I was like, my bosses always said they would come check in on me because I didn't work for the bank. I just worked at the bank. And after two months, they never came to check on me. And I was like, oh, we'll just uh, put some headphones in. And I would just sit there and watch TV and read comic books all day for nine <laughs> hours. <laughs> I mean, you're just there in case something happens. Yeah. And even if something did happen, my job was to get out and save myself and then call 911. Then what's the point of you being there? That's right. As a deterrent. <laughs> like, oh, the guy's got a gun. Gotta go. Why? Well, no, I didn't even have a gun. I wasn't. I couldn't carry anything. I wasn't even allowed to carry pepper spray. It was sit there. You have the blue shirt on. It looks like you're a cop. And that's all we need is some people to who think they're going to rob the bank to walk up, see that you're there, and then they walk away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I, I work security. That's 100 percent what that is. Okay. I tried to get a job of security at the at the Mall of America, but they wouldn't hire me. But the security. best part is I worked at the Mall of America at the time, and I think that's why they wouldn't hire me because Mall Mall America is really weird when you work there. So I worked in maintenance, but I paid more, so I'm like, I don't want to do maintenance anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't. I was trying to get security. I interviewed for it, but they wouldn't hire me. I had no experience. But I don't really think you need experience. <laughs> I didn't get most of that. I mean, hell, the job I do now, I didn't have. I had some experience, but. To I'm be still fair, good at it. I got a job as a security officer, and I went to college for journalism. So, I mean, okay, you, I got you, got me there. <laughs> yeah, they they really had to look for someone with a lot of expertise, and <laughs> like hmm, uh, you know how you know how the legal system works. You're a journalist, <laughs> yeah, perfect security guard. Okay. They were like, oh, you weigh 150 pounds soaking wet and you're six foot four <laughs> and you have a journalism degree. That's what we need. That This is really going to turn it around for us. Uh, you know, I also don't buy Eddie being much of a journalist in this. I mean, this movie, like, because I didn't remember the previous or I hadn't seen the previous movie. Like, they don't really mention a lot oh, of it yeah, either. He doesn't do shit in this movie. <laughs> no, he, does he just turns thing. in one thing and then he's like, oh, what a hero. Like. I would like rich. to say Dan, the fiance, 
is the highlight of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of funny. Like when he when he pours the fire down on Everything him, I do like that, that man part. does. I was like, this is amazing. Uh, especially when he's like behind behind Anne and she's like flirting with like Venom and he's like, are you fucking serious right now? And he's she's like, shush, let me do this. This is the <laughs> only way to get him to go with us. Or the part where she, yeah, she kisses him and stuff. Doesn't she kiss? Doesn't Anne kiss him when she has Venom? I think they hug. Oh, okay. I thought they yeah, kissed, but maybe it was last, enough tension. Last movie they kissed. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> they, okay. I also relate with this movie a lot. My husband is also a complete maniac who would bite people's heads off. And I love sitting at my <laughs> I, I love sitting at my dinner table while he sings weird gay songs and makes me breakfast and go, oh, wow, this looks delicious. What? <laughs> now I'm now I'm curious. What are weird gay songs? <laughs> There's a song that we like in the car called Shout Out to the Song. If anyone wants a weird gay song, a Pink Pony Club. It's a great Never one. I have to listen to music. Uh, what's Bunch. the other one that I like that recent? <laughs> yeah, gay songs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I looked it up and you got me curious, but I don't know if I'll listen to it, but you got me curious. Yeah, I don't think I'll listen to it either. But... I, don't, I don't listen to music, not Taylor Swift, for some weird ass reason. But that's well, Taylor Swift story. is the only music you need. I agree. My wife does not. That's why I don't play anymore. She's in the car. She got oh, sick and yeah. tired. <laughs> yeah. My wife also is very upset that I would. Taylor Swift's my hall pass. Like, she isn't happy about that. <laughs> did we talk about Taylor Swift in the last Venom podcast? I feel like if, we did. If we don't talk about Taylor Swift, is it really a podcast? <laughs> uh, I mean, she don't come up all the time. She does come up on this show. I don't remember. I don't remember. The Venom one was like a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a year ago. <laughs> God, time flies when you're having fun. Like, I just realized that. Amazing Spider-Man, when we first did that, that that was published in June or July of last year. And I'm like, fuck, I haven't even planned. I need to do the next one. Yeah. And just, I get caught up. Any last things that we should say about this movie? As we're spiraling downward? Uh, we missed any characters we should mention or any weird um, shit? It's a real travesty that they were in a church with a bunch of scaffolding and they didn't do a repeat of Spider-Man 3 with the uh, scaffolding pipes being knocked around around venom like the fact that we didn't have that happen again is that would have been a cool fight actually yeah yeah i mean hey they had the bell so they copied some sword also you have venom where he can't overtake i mean and shriek really doesn't do anything he doesn't even fight shriek shriek is just there trying to kill Anne, and then gets carnage gets all angry the symbiote she succeeds in her task she kills the cop <laughs> yeah oh she did kill the cop then right yeah, she she like wraps the chain around his neck and like kicks him into a pipe. But I mean, he survives it, but she thinks she did it. Okay, because then yeah, he gets infected and yeah. Has there been a third movie announced yet? No, no. Which is why I think that they're waiting for a Spider-Man versus Venom okay. movie. Yeah, they haven't announced anything. Like Craven is the last thing announced. Oh God, have you guys? No, there's another one. There's some disco thing with Donald Glover playing a character. Okay. I don't remember what it is, but it's a hypno or hypno something like that. I just know those Craven leaks are weird. He's like Craven isn't going to work. So he's like, a, he's like a PETA member. Hypno Hustler is the other one that's coming out. That's, huh. What the hell is that? Hypno Hustler, I will send you a link, is a random Spider-Man character that appeared in like one or two issues a very long time ago. And because Sony has nothing else better to do but to then give up the license, they're making just dumbass shit. Oh, isn't someone else playing like a Hispanic supervillain or something too? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's based on a wrestler. That was in like one or two issues. Yeah. It's, that's like maybe Hypno Hustler is more, but yes. It's like Bad Bunny or someone's playing. It's him. something stupid. 
Bad Bunny's not stupid. Let's hold on there. That's game music there too. That man is bisexual. When he won an award, he kissed his backup dancer, who is also a guy. Okay. Well, I meant like the, the <laughs> idea what they're doing. I don't know anything about the. Oh actor. no, that you know that he, he's not even an actor. He's he's. It's another weird thing where they they need to stop not getting actors. Bad Bunny's like a musician. He's just Hispanic, and that's the only reason why they want oh. him because everyone loves him currently right now. But it's it's a weird like lucha libre spider-man super villain that's in like i think two issues of ultimate spider-man and they're trying to piece together like a crappy sinister six because every marvel knows they're saving a really good sinister six for the final spider-man movie yeah that makes sense and green goblin i'm assuming we'll see green goblin again i don't think we're ever getting a green goblin you don't think so uh if we do i think it'll be uh harry and not no uh, i don't i don't think we're getting it to doll i don't think we because they already have one in no way home essentially yeah yeah, and he said, like, I don't exist. My house doesn't exist. My family doesn't exist. I don't think we're ever going to get the Osbournes in the MCU. Oh, okay. I mean, there's yeah. other ways they can go. There's still villains they haven't touched. <laughs> there's only, like, 80 years of comics to pull from. Like, I'm sure they can figure something out. <laughs> well, we we all played, what is it, the new the Spider-Man Sony game. We basically got a Sinister Six in that, and that was a really good team. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I don't know who they're do. I mean, I'm okay, but you bring up a good point, Adam, about why we haven't heard about a Venom three yet. I'm that makes me interested. Yeah, same. I'll go see it. I don't care. I could give a shit if they ever make it or not, but I'll go see it. I can tell you that much. <laughs> oh yeah. I I mean it'd be awesome. <laughs> I just don't care anymore exactly. Like I'm like, yeah, this movie's fine. Like I I enjoy it, but it's like eh, I don't need to. I don't care if it gets a sequel or not. I'm assuming it will. Hey, hey, Mike. Hmm? What was Tiff's question? <laughs> Well, her question was answered earlier was the she messaged you, didn't she? Yeah, it's it's, it's in the Facebook chat. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the question about why that Adam explained why he's talking to himself. Oh, OK. Like why he doesn't just think in his loud, but it wouldn't look good in a movie. The narration part of it. That's why yeah, I know some things. It helps to work in the film industry sometimes. <laughs> All right. I think that I don't think there's anything else we need in it. I mean, there's two chickens in this movie that don't die, that are just around, but except they essentially will die because he drops them off at a random park in, in San Francisco. I don't think they're going to survive. No, the movie ends where he goes back. Yeah, but I don't, I'm don't. i assuming they're dead at some point. Chickens are like, are like pigeons. They can eat pretty much anything. Yes, but it's also San Francisco. I'm assuming someone's going to eat them. Uh, that's fair, too, yeah. <laughs> so, I've never been to San Francisco, but I'm assuming that in the warmer climates, it's easier to survive outside, and I feel like in a it wouldn't there wouldn't be some random like, oh, look, random chickens. I'm like, oh, I can cook that at home. Someone goes, oh, I'll take that chicken. I keep forgetting this movie takes place in San Francisco. So did my wife. She kept thinking it was New York. I'm like, no, it's not New York. I'm like, I'm like, the reason I know that because I read the Lethal Protector comic. But this is kind of <laughs> somewhat based on. So <laughs> that's how I knew. Are we, any last thing to say? I don't think so. Let's. Yeah, I think. Do OK, let's yourself. go to shelf stacker box. And Joe, why don't you go first? This is totally going on the shelf. These these movies are completely homoerotic enough for me and my husband's <laughs> takes to where uh, I wouldn't mind, you know, getting drunk every once in a while and watching it because it's very, very silly. Okay. And I own it. I can now put it on whenever I want. Who knows? I'll ever watch it again, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Adam? I would say probably stack. I okay. mean, it's on my se- shelf at, in that reality, but probably stack for the purposes of this segment. <laughs> okay. That's fair. And I'll go last. I'm also going to put it in the stack. I enjoy it, but it's not like it's not a movie where I walk away going, man, that was a good movie. I watched this while I was editing a podcast. And I'm like, OK, this is a perfect movie to put on while you're doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and I mean, it's fine. It's entertaining enough. I enjoy it, but it's nothing like it's nothing that jumped out at me. It's just one of those things that I felt that we just need to cover. <laughs> so, yeah. 
All right. And if you want to hear our first Venom episode, that is around. Once I look up the number. Every time I do watch these movies, though, I do want to read more Venom comics. I haven't read any Venom comics since I watched the first movie. I haven't read any Venom comics in like six years, but it made me want to read more Venom comics. Damn. We did. We did Venom. Venom is film 26. We published that in March 23rd, 2022. So uh, almost a year. Damn. <laughs> so if you want to go hear our take on the first Venom, because I have no idea what we said, but it's there well, for you. We talked about Taylor Swift, apparently. So if <laughs> you like Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, and Adam, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on You Hate to See It, which is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Okay. And if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 400. Oh, I should tell you, this is a Patreon voted episode. So if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. And the Patreon poll right now going on, you'll see a link in the show notes for as little as a dollar. You can vote in our poll. And the poll right now is sci-fi movies Mike's never seen, uh, Blade Runner, Tron, Ghost in the Shell, the animated one, and Children of Men. Because I just picked four science fiction movies I've never seen that were highly rated, I guess, on, on some website that gave me a list. Would you happen to know it's winning? Blade Runner. <laughs> Sweet. That's what I want to cover, actually. I've seen parts of Blade Runner, but I've never seen the whole thing. So I've seen parts of Tron. I've never seen Ghost in the Shell. I've never even really heard of Children of Men, but Blade Runner, I feel like I really need to watch one day. And that's got tons of reference to everything. Yeah, so that's I've seen parts of it, but I've never sat down and watched the whole movie. So you can go vote in that poll. We have over 400 other episodes for you to check out. Uh, you can go find everything in our catalog on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, but can't find it looking for everything's on Podbean and YouTube, just about. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Half Fury. You can follow her on TikTok and definitely go check her out. And if you do follow her because of me, tell her and she'll send me a picture. It's wonderful. So I'll let her know. <laughs> she did it before once. She's awesome. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who went through all the MCU movies with me. And it's the only one that will probably be the only tribute I'll get to cover internals with me when I get there, which is coming soon because I have to. If you ask nicely, I may or be there. <laughs> yeah, so when me and Bill cover movies, we go scene by scene. I'm, I can do that, too. I'll I don't just, know if I want to with Eternals, though. Uh-huh. I'll just want to kill you with <laughs> Eternals. But, you know. <laughs> you, you know, you said you said you need more drunk tests or cast. You might as well do Eternals drunk, Mike. Yeah. Well. I bet Eternals High is actually really good because that is a beautiful film. Huh, like I'm have visually, to try it's stunning. So I bet High would be. Really I do good. have gummies, huh? Okay, maybe <laughs> that will happen because it's legal here where I'm at. So hey, why not? Oh really? You too? Yeah, it's legal in Minnesota. Sweet. It's legal here too in Chicago. Yeah, they you just live in Oklahoma, right? Near you, Joe. Oh, I live in uh, Missouri. They Missouri? just okay. yeah, they just made it legal here. I'm waiting till the eighth of February. So I can go out and buy it. First time I did it was Vegas. I was legal in Vegas and I got high as fuck and went to a, a, a show called Meow Wolf. Or not really a show, but like a... I don't even know how to fucking describe it. Google Meow Wolf Vegas for those interested. But it had lots of lights and colors and it was the best experience for my first time being high. Like everything, I just... Like I'm a guy who never stops moving and always concentrating things. And I for, just lay down on the floor and just looked at the ceiling that was moving. It was like so awesome and... My wife, my friend was like, this is boring. I'm like, not to me. You should have got yeah. high. It was the best experience. It wasn't worth the $55 I paid to get in there, but it was cool being high. So, yeah. Okay. And if you can go join our Discord, uh, you can also please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. See ya.